and welcome to Thursday's edition to Markout Movie Podcast. I'm Brandon Spivey. And I'm Aaron Whitlow, and we are the Markout Mark Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. In today's episode, this is once again Still Shark Week. Uh, Brandon is going to pretty much run the show on this one. I'm going to ask some questions and get feedback and learn some stuff because he's going to get us some uh, we're doing uh, uh, cinema culture on Jaws and uh, the impact Jaws had on the, uh, would you call it the monster genre or would you call it the creature creature genre? Is there a certain genre? Is it just shark movie genre? I mean, there's, there's sharks, there's creature features, there's monsters. Uh, it's definitely a shark, but I, I, he's the king of creature features too, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you got... Godzilla and King Kong, but I would say they're more monster films. Right. But not like monster horror films, just, you know, monster. Yeah, like, those are monsters. I think those predate Jaws, though, yeah. in the sense of those are atomic bomb created creatures. I'm talking about movies that aren't supernatural, that it yeah. is just creatures that's in that exist, animals, animal attack films. Um, uh, uh, so, I mean, what I, I'm gonna get into because I wrote a lot down. Some stuff I didn't even know. A lot I know. I mean, I'm a Jaws fanatic, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask if you knew this. Jaws was originally called Jaws Bites Back. No, I did not know that. <laughs> I'm glad I just called it Jaws. Because uh, Spielberg, uh, he didn't know, he didn't really know about the book. Mm-hmm. He read it eventually. When it was when it came to him, he's Jaws. What's Jaws? Is, is, it, is it about the dentist? I mean, he didn't know the source material at all. And Aaron just smacked me for no reason. I didn't mean to, Brandon. He's like, he's like, oh, no. how dare Spielberg not know the source material? Oh, uh, now here's an easy one for you. Uh, what was the name of the shark? Bruce. Do you know why he was named Bruce? Because of uh, Spielberg. Like, was he an attorney or something? Yeah, uh, his attorney set? was Bruce Raymer. Yeah. So he named him Bruce. I guess they're really good friends. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was because he's a prick. And uh, well, he, maybe was it like, was. he was like, he was like very problematic and trouble on the set. And kind of like how the mechanical shark was trouble on the set. Ah, yeah. So Bruce. I'm going to get to that later, uh, trouble on the set, because there was major trouble on the set by a certain person. Let me ask you this. Did okay. you know that the name of Bruce and Finding Nemo was inspired by yep. this Bruce? I did. Okay. It, look I've never everything. seen it. Look at everything. But, yeah, I was the, like... The shark yeah, is I've a great white. For years, it was... I do want to see that movie. I just have yet to see it. Come on, man. One of the but, best... As sharks ever in film. But uh, also, for Jaws, uh, the scheduling was supposed to be 55 days. Mm-hmm. And it, it went for 159. Which caused problems with the budget, because it was supposed to be $3.5 million, and it went up to 9 Which wasn't a whole lot, but back then it was. Yeah. Um, could you imagine, studio executive, you got certain shoot days, and your director's going triple that. I can't imagine it. The car starting because I'm going to roll down. Roll I think down. Aaron's getting hot. Yeah, so I'm just going to bring it down into the shade a little bit. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I can't imagine that, uh, that, you know, 
any studio executive would keep a director on that went way over budget. And plus, the and plus was his first movie, or one of his first films. First big movie. Uh, he, did he, Duel, he did Duel, yeah. which was an independent film. And he went over that, too. So I feel like this movie was make or break for Spielberg. If, if this what turned out to be a dud, that was probably the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, this made him a household name. So uh, I was just... It enabled him to go on to do other things like Close Encounters of Third Kind. Yeah. Later on, E.T., uh, yeah. Indiana Jones, Jones, yeah, Jurassic Park, yeah, and then also have cred, name cred on other stuff like Poltergeist, yeah, have name cred on uh, Back to the Future, Back to the Future, yeah, Goonies, Goonies, uh, yeah. I mean, Jaws, he became, Mr. Jaws, he became was, Mr. Spielberg. Man. He did, he did. He became a brand. Yeah, he just wanted to be part of anything he was doing. Like, yeah, it's uh, essentially he's like the he's like Jordan. Yeah, uh, but when it comes to uh, directing and yeah. uh, things like that, he became a, a cinematic Jordan. Yeah, uh, in the sense of you know his name, his brand slapped onto anything, made it instantly uh, classic, made it instantly mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, and he became the director that many people would follow. You had Zemeckis, you had you know freaking uh, Joe Dante. Yeah. You had uh, uh, Chris Columbus, you know. Uh, you had a lot of people that followed Spielberg. Even I would, I would even say Lucas sort of, although him and Lucas yeah. were friends and uh, Lucas came out prior. Jaws was 75, right? Yeah. And then Star Wars was 77. Seven. So, so, and Duel was 70. I want to say 73 or 74. All right, yeah. But, but in Duel, if you think about it, and I know you're probably going to get to it, but Duel is kind of like Jaws, but with a, but with a, but with a truck. And that's actually what he said. That's what uh, he was like, well, this is kind of like Duel, except it's a shark. So he's intrigued by that. Because mm. he... I guess he felt like he had unfinished business with that story. I, I, I don't know, but he... As one of the reasons he said he wanted to do this. You know what? It reminded him of that. I've never seen Duel. It's I've seen it once. I saw it on Stars Encore when I was a teenager. Um, Duel seventy one. Seventy one. Uh, so so he was pretty much like the precursor to Lucas. And yeah. Although Lucas had uh, American Graffiti, but I think that was even still late seventies. Um, I'm not sure. No, no, he did it before Jaws. American Richard Graffiti did. Because he is the one that told he should hire Richard Dreyfus for Hooper. Uh, okay. And Spielberg said he liked him from American Graffiti. Yeah, that was one of the things I did see and uh, read up on. Uh, Robert Shaw is notorious uh, for uh, him and Richard Dreyfus were notorious for getting into it on set. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they were no- notorious for that. Uh, also, Robert Shaw uh, modeled his performance after a real-life fisherman named... Craig Kingsbury, hmm. which is, he was part of the movie as well. Hmm. Uh, if you remember the guy that comes out smoking a pipe early in the movie, yeah, that's him. Okay. So I thought that was a little. I was. I thought that was interesting that you know that he actually modeled himself after a real fisherman. But uh, update: American Graffiti seventy three, seventy three, and Jaws seventy five. So yeah, you're right. So yeah. Uh, you're gonna need a bigger boat. Was 
was improv by Roy Scheider. It was ad lib. Yep. Yeah. One of the best ad libs and one of the most quoted quoted lines yes, and, uh, in pop culture. Uh, you've you've seen it in uh, different things. When whenever it references sharks, whenever it references anything bigger than what you expected. Yeah. You know, um, uh, yeah, I think just, just about every big, not every big movie, but I know the last Fast and Furious did it. The Rock said you're going to need a bigger truck or something. But the way he said it, he said it like Roy Scheider and Jaws. Uh, Sharknado has used that line, you're going to need a bigger boat. A lot of movies, TV shows. Mm-hmm. I want to say Stranger Things used it. Or used something from Some, Jaws. Something similar, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh and then also, uh, uh, Brandon, uh, we all know that uh, Shark Fin is iconic, yeah, uh, and has been uh, seen in other things from not only Shark Fin but the dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. So we was watching earlier. If you follow our our podcast, you know that we looked at uh, Cobra Kai, and there was a scene in Cobra Kai season two where uh, Hawk, what's his name? That's his name, Hawk. Hawk, yeah. He uh he's stalking uh one uh one of his buddies Eli I think his name I forget his name, but uh, he's stalking one of his buddies in a video store Dimitri or, uh, Dimitri, in game store and you just see his blue yeah fin of his mm-hmm. hair going by the roads like a shark, you know and it's kind of like alluding to Jaws. Um, so you seen it there. Uh, one of my favorite movies in the '80s is Police Academy, and there's times where you hear do do. Dude, when they, especially around water scenes, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I think when he uh, jumped in on Francis, yeah, in the swimming pool, you know. Yeah, uh, the funny thing about that actually is Steven Spielberg, when uh, John Williams came with that score, Spielberg thought it was too simple, and he, he didn't think it would work with the audience. He said he didn't think the audience would like it. He said it's just too simple. He was wrong. He was very wrong. He was real. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie Spielberg. I don't know if you ever direct another movie, sir. I don't know. You haven't oh, done he's much. He's doing Indiana Jones. You haven't, you haven't done much in life. Um, M- much in life? <laughs> I'm just How dare Aaron say he ain't done much in life? He's, I'm playing. I'm playing. For, for, for many people, he's, 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 he's like God in filmmaking. He's not to me, but he's good. Uh, you know, he's not your favorite, huh? No, no. I, it's always going to be John. John Carpenter is my John favorite Carpenter. director of all time. Spielberg, Spielberg is my favorite of all time. Yeah, Spielberg is good though. Uh, I'm not gonna say he's not good, uh, but even then, Spielberg isn't my favorite. I would say uh, not horror related. It'll probably be uh, John Hughes. Uh, uh, That's a good choice. I'm a, I'm a big fan of John Hughes films. But um, you know, for me personally, uh, if it wasn't for Spielberg, I, I don't. If I if I'd never saw Jaws when I saw it, I don't think I would have been as big as a fan of film. It changed changed me i was so interested in filmmaking i was you know the process of making a movie i was he he changed things for me as far as sharks go i became a massive fan of sharks Mm -hmm. and how they operate and you know uh, the ocean you know he he inspired me in more than one way so uh it ain't just film for me how he's touched me but yeah so, so what you're telling the audience is that Steven Spielberg, <laughs> a grown man, has touched Brandon in ways that the world may never know. Absolutely. He's touched a special place. No regrets place. on that statement. No he, regrets. He's touched a special place. <laughs> he's, he's, he's touched me in a special place, but not like Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> too soon, Brandy. It'll never be too soon. But uh, it gets back to Josh. <laughs> Did you know the biggest change for the book to movie was Hooper's character? I didn't know that. Because uh, he... We're going to get some air going, guys. He's going to get some air. I feel like Aaron's getting hot again. <laughs> yeah. But he had his character, uh, which I know this because I read the book, uh, had an affair with Ellen Brody. She used to babysit him as a kid in the book. Oh. So, yeah, Hooper was an ass. <laughs> but Chief Brody was an ass. Mm. They weren't likable characters in the book. None oh. of them. So you read the book? As well? I have. And I was very disappointed with the book. So the film is better than the book. Uh, absolutely. It gets to the ver- book versus film. Yeah, that, that argument that you have. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's much better than the book. And I think most people would, would agree with that. That the changes he made needed to be made. Mm. Now some people are saying, you, you brought this up earlier that you wanted to talk about a remake. Uh, and we, we can talk about it. Some people want a remake of the book version. I wouldn't be a fan of that myself, but... Mm-mm. I, I, I'm not familiar with the book version. If I want to see a remake of Jaws, I want to see the Jaws that uh, that I've seen in, in cinemas. I, I didn't see it in movie theaters. You know, I wasn't fortunate enough to see it in movie theaters. Although, maybe one day would they have a Fathom event again? Yeah, they had one a few years ago here in Bowling Green. Did you get to go to it? I got to go to it. How was it seeing Jaws? Uh, On the big screen? Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. My jaw literally was dropped throughout the whole movie. It was. I mean, it was not restored. It's the. It's the. It was the original. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was amazing. I. I, I completely understood why people freaked out over this movie. Were afraid to go into the ocean. I mean, I. I can. I can oh, imagine. Man, the movie does great with. Uh, the movie does great with uh, building. Uh, building characters. Yeah. And that's the thing about. Like I know you say we're here to see the, the sharks, and you yeah. said it in some movies. Yeah. But it's not just that; you gotta no. have compelling characters as you well, know. and and that's what the shallows got right. The shallows was able to have compelling character that uh, not only just the shark element, but it had a compelling character that you wanted to see uh, survive and make it or, or win. Uh, Forty-seven meters down didn't have that. Uh, for the most part, Deep Blue Sea had cool characters, but, you know, and the Meg, it had, to me, throwaway characters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, but... But I can understand that point. I can. I, I, I can understand, because you haven't read the book. If they would if they would have made the movie like the book... You this guy, your, just, got, this you this guy just went Super Saiyan. missed it. <laughs> you would have had compelling characters, because there mm-hmm. are compelling characters in the book. Uh, Warner Brothers just went a different route. They wanted a, a campy version of this, and that's what we got. And some people love it. I, I won't say I love it, but I enjoyed it. Hmm. But I still want my Meg that I was promised from, the, from author Steve Alton. And he says it's coming with the sequel. The Trench says it's going to be much darker. So if it's rated R, I know I'll be getting the, the, the right film. And, and and I didn't hate the Meg. You know, I watched it and I was entertained. Um, uh, me and my wife was watching it uh, at home, and uh, and we was kind of talking talking about the movie a little bit. Like, oh man, they yeah, that dog about to get eaten. You know, things like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, 
but I see where there's comedy in it. Uh, and but I just had my frustration with the movie is like there's so many things. It felt like they just was remaking. They took a Meg. They took Meg and said, "Here we have this product called Meg, but we love Deep Blue Sea. Let's make Deep Blue Sea, but but cover it up as in the guise of Meg." And so they, so the characters like that one black dude that can't swim. Um, I have a problem it, with that. Pretty much, he was like LL Cool J. But the thing is, LL Cool J is like I felt like they would have been like, let's just catch LL, but we can't because they would be too old to nose. So let's get another guy. But you know, LL char- character, the the cook character or whatever, I enjoyed his character in in Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Um, and it just had throwaway characters uh rain wilson in the movie was yeah i actually liked him you know but he's not in the book no. his character's not in the book at all there's a lot of characters in the book that didn't make the movie <laughs> um but uh and then i hated the ending where where they they blow up the shark or kill the shark or whatever and then all the sharks in the sea come and but i can understand why they did it because he was a hot he was the main predator and so it's them their, their chance to eat on the predator. Yeah. Uh, so I can understand it. And fish do that as well. Whenever you uh, have dropped meat and stuff like that, it's yeah. not just sharks that come after the meat. Fish will just swim around and just start picking at it, mm-hmm. you know, and eating on it. That's what they do. I, I have mixed feelings about the ending. Uh, for Okay, when I first saw the movie, I hated it. <laughs> Point blank, I, I hated it because it wasn't like the book. Jonas was not like the book. He's, he became a marine biologist in the book. Mm. After He was not a deep sea, you know, rescuer. He was a deep sea pilot. And uh, he was on a mission. And uh, he comes across the Meg. It ends up killing the two scientists with him. Uh, Did you ever give the uh, synopsis of Jaws? No, I didn't. And the ratings? No, I, I didn't. Continue saying what you're saying. I'm sorry. But we got on the Meg, so I figured I'd just just do book versus movie right here and then continue with Jaws. But, uh... Well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Then uh, we'll pause for a quick word from my sponsors and come back (laughs) with the rest of Jaws and then other stuff. But, okay, so this is the book version. Okay. Okay, he sees the Meg. uh, Like, his two other scientists, they freak out. They end up dying uh, because the Meg, you know kind of ruins the submarine they're in uh the, and uh so they end up dying a lack of oxygen jonas almost dies uh, uh the the doctor in the movie um i can't think of his name right now but anyway it's him and danielson who's like the in charge yeah uh they place blame on jonas they ruin his military career uh and uh so he becomes a marine biologist. His wife, uh, the blonde. Yeah, she's not a marine biologist in the book. She's a journalist. She's a, a greedy. She's a bitch. <laughs> I said it because that's what she is. Uh, Cutthroating. So she's having an affair with Jonas's best friend Bud, who's also not in the movie. You see where I'm going with this? The, I see that the book live. didn't come, it wasn't a real adaptation uh, his uh, uh, Mac his best friend Mac well he, 
Bud was his best friend in the military. Which is Mac the one that died on the submarine at the beginning? No. No. Mac is uh, played by the actor from Fear of the Walking Dead. The Indian dude? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think he's Indian. I have no idea. I'm not sure what he... Pakistan. But yeah, uh, Cliff Curtis plays him, plays Mac. And uh, <laughs> he's a... Uh, He's a pilot. He, he flies uh, like choppers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but he pretends to be a, a psychiatrist because they're in a mental ward. They end up putting Jonas in a mental ward in the book, and that's where they meet. He pretends to be a psychiatrist, and they just bond. You know? Kind of like that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Which, where he's on an island. Shutter Island. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, but anyway, fast forward. It's like five years later. He's trying to prove that this. The shark is a stink shark still alive. No one believes him. So, but Mr. Tanaka, who they changed his name, changed his character um, to a, a Chinese person. So everybody became Chinese that was Japanese. It mm. it, it, it it really is a big old mess. <laughs> but they get his help, and he's scared to go back into the water because of what he experienced. The only reason he's doing it is to prove that the mech exists. DJ, the black guy that's playing DJ, the comic relief, supposedly. He wasn't funny, yeah. But that's his, that was his job, yeah. He, he is failed. actually uh, Mr. Tanaka's son in the book. So he's not a black dude? No. He's uh, the brother of Terry, which I can't remember her name in the actual movie. The one that Jonas has a love interest with. She's Terry Tanaka in the book. This one right here? Yeah. Suyin? Yeah. She doesn't have a daughter in the in the book either. Not oh, yet. So they just created some chick. Yeah. So, uh... But DJ's a daredevil. He gets eaten first. It's only Jurassic World. Jurassic... Oh, my goodness. I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But the point is... They changed so everything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they changed everything, and they just took elements from Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, took elements from Deep Blue Sea, took elements from other things that worked, and like put them in this movie, and said Meg. Well, that's kinda, how I felt. Kind of, but they took elements from other books of Steve Alton's and put and put it in this movie, which they shouldn't have done. What and, other? I don't know his books. Uh, you got the you got Meg. You got the trench, a Prima Waters is the third book, Hell's Aquarium is the fourth book, Night Stalkers is the fifth book, and he just did a sixth book of I forget the name of it. I guess you hadn't read that one. I have. I just it was it's, it's, forgettable. No, it was actually one of the best ones. Uh, Generations, and he's doing another one. that's supposed to end it. Okay, but it, what it is, it's. The book is Jaws meets Jurassic Park. That's what it is. I mean, it was written 1997. Took 20 years to get made. You know. But yeah, they changed so much, and that was my problem when I first watched it. Mm. Then I watched it again. I was I, I watched it for what it was. You know, a cheesy, campy film. With, that's what. That's how I went into it. Is a cheesy, campy film. Uh, but um, but the books aren't aren't that this movie IMDB gave 5.7 out of 10 46 on Rotten Tomatoes 4.5 out of 5 on Facebook what's wrong with Facebook well, um, 
And then 90% of people like Meg of Google users. 90% of people said, man, this movie is great. Um, you know, like I said, it wasn't terrible. But I can understand both arguments uh, that really like it. Uh, I, more I people like that movie than they like Jaws. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, uh, 88% of people on Google likes Jaws. I wish I was one of them because Meg is my favorite book series. Uh, like, I wish I don't like it more than Jaws. Uh, it doesn't come close to Jaws. Uh, I wish it did. Hmm. If they would have done it right, it would have. Well, but, uh, we... Uh, Let's kill Meg now. Let's kill this big gigantic shark and talk about the most important shark of all time. Okay. Which is Bruce. Bruce. Not really named Jaws, but okay. And we're back. So we're going to start it off right this time. <laughs> Give you a synopsis of what this movie was about and the scores. Uh, so... When a young woman is killed by a shark while skinny dipping near the New England town, tourist town of Amity Island, police chief Martin Brody wants to close the beaches, but Mayor Larry Vaughn overrules him, fearing that the loss of tourist revenue will cripple the town. I'm just going to say marine biologist Matt Hooper and grizzled ship captain Quince offer to help Brody capture the killer shark killer beast and the trio engage in an epic battle of man versus nature um imdb gave us an 8 out of 10 aaron good job imdb rotten tomatoes 98 percent metacritic that's like almost perfect yeah it is it's hard to get that especially today <laughs> metacritic gave it 87 percent and 88 percent of google users enjoy this movie two percent less than Meg. But you know what? I chopped that up to Jaws being older and a lot of younger folks have never seen it. Unless you're really deep in the film in Spielberg, you wouldn't probably see Jaws. And I, and going, if I went to watch this movie and wasn't aware of uh, practical effects, I would probably look at Jaws and be like, oh, that shark looks terrible. Or, you know, you know, but me knowing practical effects... Yeah. I feel like the shark looks pretty good to be such a headache that it was on set. Yeah, I honestly I feel like the shark looks good. I, I mean, you, you got to compare. Look how long, how old it is, mm-hmm. what they had back then. I mean, I mean if it's today, sure you can complain about it, but there is today being you, forty years. Today they would have just made a straight CGI shark. Yeah, they would have, and there's winning, there's winning and losses. You do it that way. Uh, I mean, but, I don't think you know. I think the best CGI I've seen for shark is probably the Meg. But I can still tell at certain scenes it's fake. I would say the best CGI shark I've ever seen was in the Shallows. Shallows. I think that that shark in that movie looked good. I think that I think with with the Meg, uh, that shark looked too rubbery. Uh, same with uh, the smaller sharks that like the hammerheads well, and stuff like that. It, it didn't look, look right to begin look, with. They look rubbery. Uh, it didn't look like to begin with because that shark is supposed to be albino, so because yeah. that's how they they thought they were albino back in the prehistoric times. So yeah. I mean, also they did they they uh, I don't know if the book did this. I, I, why are we still in the Meg? Uh, 
But I didn't know the book did this. But when they do the whole, oh, there's two of them, you know, that's Lake Placid. Um, yeah, it, it's not how it happened in the book. That's Lake Placid. They Lake Placided us. Uh, you, you, they, the two Megs get in a fight in the book trying to kill DJ. And the big, the woman, the, the female Meg kills that other Meg. It, it, you're going to make me hate the Meg movie, <laughs> Brandon, this movie's bad. But I enjoy it. I had fun with it. Yeah, I had fun watching it, but it's just, but in the end of the day, it's a polished turd. Well, man, that's, that's your opinion, though. I mean, I, I can respect it. Yeah. Like, I can see it both ways. I can see someone hating this movie. I can see someone loving this movie. I'm, 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 they should have called it meh instead of Meg. Well, I still, my final score, I gave it, it was a four out of five. Oh, my goodness. You put it up there with the shallows? Yeah, I do, I do. Because yeah. I, I, I review it for what it is. Yeah, uh, I try to it, review this movie. It's going to get a good... I give it a three. And that's me being nice. <laughs> that's me being nice. I'm giving it a three. I also thought it was my my favorite performance of Jason Statham. No, but uh, Jason Statham just plays Jason Statham in everything he's in. Well, I didn't feel like he was regular Jason Statham in this. He's Statham. He, I'm surprised he didn't kick the shark. He's Statham. Well, if he would have kicked the shark, I would have left. It's Jason Statham. I'm being honest. Jason Statham has played the same character. Him and Samuel Jackson has played the same guy <laughs> for 20 plus years. Uh, and no one has caught him on it because they're oh, yeah. You, well, you know, I've heard people call out Sam Jackson. He's played the same character. Speaking of sharks. But, yeah, he was. We got to. We gotta get this together, and we gotta da da da, and then the shark come out and bite him and kill him. And then when I seen that in theaters back then, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, they just killed Samuel Jackson. But it looks horrible today. Oh man, that scene looks really bad. It's it's bad CGI. I don't. I can't. That's why I would not. I refuse to watch that movie now. <laughs> Cause I like yeah, I wanted that for versus mode, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to go back. <laughs> I, I knew that. I, I, listen, all right. Let me tell you something. Speaking of Jaws and other creature features, all right. Uh, Jaws. All right. So there's Jaws and Jaws spine, like the grizzly. Jaws, Jaws spine, Piranha. Jaws spine. Several other different movies. There's some movies I watched it, it, to get uh, prepared for this. I watched a review on Netflix, on YouTube, uh, and they talked about some movies that kind of, Jaws kind of uh, spun, mm-hmm. span, spun from Jaws, essentially. Yeah. And uh, a lot of those movies back then actually literally killed jo- sharks within the movies because there was no really big regulations on making sure the animals were well protected. So a lot of those movies... Uh, I refuse to watch because I don't want to, really want to see people kill a shark, you know. Yeah. Uh, which for no reason whatsoever, other than just to make a movie, it's terrible, you know. It is terrible. Uh, and, and even though sharks are can be vicious creatures, but they are in their domain. Yeah. As you said before, uh, sharks live in the, the oceans and seas, whatever. And they hunt and stuff within those domains. And if you're in those domains, most of the times, it's not that they just go after humans. They mistake you for seals. 
yeah. or they mistake you for some other uh, creature that they eat that's in, in their food chain. And they and they take a bite out of you, they eat you, or things like that, or you kind of disturb their nest, if so to speak. You know, you're in their territory. But most of the times when they attack you, especially like you're on a board or something like that, from the bottom, they, uh, and that, I think in the water, their sight isn't that good anyway. Uh, so I think they hunt, they, they see you as, like, they hear the splash and stuff, and they think, yeah. oh, seal. Oh, you know, food, you know. Yeah, food, like- and so... It, it, they're just a bigger version of the fish that you have in your fish tank. Yeah. And they will react the same way. You know, even though you feed your fish fish food, if you sprinkle chum in the water, a shark is going to come and eat the chum just like a fish will rise to the top of your fish tank yeah, I agree. to eat the fish food. So uh, they shouldn't. My point is this. If you're in the territory, you, there's a good chance you could die or get hurt because you are in their territory. That doesn't mean you should kill that shark because that shark is just doing what a shark does. If you jump in a lion enclosure and the lion attacks you, yeah. you're in their enclosure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and so, I, I'm with you. And so, uh, and so in the movies in the seven, late 70s, early 80s, try to be like Jaws, but utilize real sharks in their movies... But then also really harpooning those sharks yeah. and killing those sharks just so that you can make a movie, that's terrible. It's terrible I, I to do that. what Jaws did, I don't know why I got on that rant. But I think what Jaws did, you know, you've spoken of movies that were inspired by them uh, try to rip Jaws off. The thing they didn't get, and this goes same with slashers, what Michael, Jason, and Freddy, and all those guys did. Mm-hmm. You missed the point of why it made them classics. The character development. That's the reason why Jaws is a classic. If you take the character development, it's just a, it's just a shark killing people. I mean, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. But what we read on the synopsis, it's much more than that. I mean, it's... I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a political, if you think of, of it with Larry Vaughn's point of view. Uh, you know with Chief Brody and he's trying to solve this but he's being held back he's being handcuffed by his mayor essentially uh, he's wanting to hire Quint early on in the movie and he, he's not allowed to do it and uh, you know they bring he meets Hooper and uh, you know he's quite the little fella this is I love Hooper you love Hooper? yeah, yeah Hooper. I think everybody loves Hooper yeah uh, and uh uh, let's talk about the characters real quick. So, what Jaws does is, and I told you this before, it has not only a great shark, uh, but it has interesting characters. Yeah. Uh, the town felt lived in. Yeah. Uh, when you watch this movie, you feel like you're actually a visitor. You like you feel like a fly on the wall in this town, and you're seeing their day-to-day life. And that's the same love I get from like watching Tremors or something like that. You feel like you're actually put into this town and seeing their way of living, seeing like the chief, yeah. uh, seeing uh, you know these people. They kind of it's like a little sea, a little sea island type of town, yeah. and so it felt lived in. Uh, I, to your point of that, it felt lived in. I think that's what Spielberg does wonderfully with most of his films, especially in that era late 70s and 80s that the town they live in 
you believe is being lived in. Mm-hmm. So I think he knows how to do small towns, small yeah. communities. Uh, so, but continue. Yeah, uh, I just uh, wanted to point that out uh, real quick. The scene where um, uh, the uh, where the chief was the name Chief Brody. Brody. Yeah. Martin Brody. Martin Brody. Martin Brody uh, slapped by the mother, the uh, grieving mother. Yeah. Uh, is is great because um, you felt at that moment his pain. Yeah. And you felt her pain. Also, uh, it did that. Uh, I love that that uh, one shot where it's called. I forget what it's called. Where uh, the way you. Uh, get it is the the whole when it zooms in on Brody and then it looks like the background is kind of it's like surreal like oh my gosh this is happening uh the way you uh, accomplish that that is by being on a dolly shot and you're pushing in and at the same time you're zooming I think you're either zooming out or zooming in uh either way it creates that like where you're pushing you're doing the opposite with your zoom, and uh, what it does is it gives you the appearance of uh, like surrealism, like oh yeah. my gosh, I can't believe this is happening, and uh, and uh, that's one of the best shots. Uh, shots or best executions of that was in that movie. You know, um, I, you know, I think that's one of the best shots I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, the you know the fear of his face. His expressions is it was just it was it was masterfully done as an actor and a director and you know everyone involved you know I, a lot of people just give the credit to Spielberg but so many people yeah. helped us and uh, and the, the backstory I would love to see uh, honestly if they did anything with Jaws honestly I would love to see a prequel and I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see a prequel, and I'd love to see it about. Uh, I want to get his name right, Brandon. I ain't gonna. I don't want to have you looking at me like I'm crazy. Quint. I want to see Quint uh, when his naval ship was attacked, and they had to be in the water and survive the water, and uh, most of his friends uh, was eaten by sharks. I think that that would be it'd be a great little movie to see. Well, it has been done. Not Quint's story, is, but that what happened has been done. Don't say open water. No, it was a... Don't say the reason. The USS in Indianapolis film starring Nicolas Cage. Thomas Jane was in it. What's uh, it called? USS Indianapolis. Is that what it's called? Why did they name it I think it's different? on Netflix. I have yet to see it. Uh, it's so uh, yeah, short. But it, that, what, what he's talking about, that that's that movie. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen it. Well, I, but I know it's I'll been be, made, but yeah, well, I, I I'll would be, watching be it. I would be up for Quint's story of that yeah. happening uh, with you know acclaimed filmmaker doing it. Yeah, not, I think that'd be great. To, I mean, Nicholas K. He's directed the video. You're not going to get yeah. a great filmmaker. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I think that if you have a Steven Spielberg, either directing or at least producing, executive producing, uh, Quint, a movie called Quint, and it's about Quint's story. And how he became this grizzled guy that uh, that challenges sharks. You know, yeah. I think that uh, that, and you can still see because Jaws, uh, Bruce, uh, 
was a very old great white at that point, I believe, in the film of Jaws. I believe it's been around for yeah. years. So it could be uh, it could be a scenario where you see Jaws, uh, you see that shark. Because the whole point was that movie is, it's crazy to think that there's a great white in that town, in that, yeah. in those body of water, right? Yeah, very crazy. Uh, to your point, if they did anything with Jaws, for me, I would love to see that story as well with Quint. But for me, it would if it kind of do what Halloween did. Uh, but it really, I mean, you could obviously throw in a great white shark in it, but I would honestly like to know how the town survived. Yeah. You know, all and, that. And just act like two, three, was it four of them? Yeah. Four. I would act like those three films did Didn't not exist, exist uh, especially the SeaWorld one. Okay. And, and just make sure that <laughs> even though Dennis Quaid came in to play uh, uh, Martin's son, um, I don't hate that movie, but it, it's it's bad. Uh, but if, I think you have to look at it as a cheesy film to enjoy it. I mean, you can't look at it as a Jaws film. Yeah. I, I actually like Jaws too, but it it's essentially a slasher film with a shark. I mean, he's got a big body count in that movie. Yeah. Bruce yeah. does. Yeah, so. I've seen the kill count on yeah, it. Um, shout out to Dead Meat and Dead Meat Podcast. But... but yeah. uh, I did want to say one thing real quick. Uh, I don't. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's two things real quick. The original filmmaker got fired because he didn't know the difference between a shark and a whale. That's I mean, problematic. Can you imagine not knowing the difference between a shark and a and a, and a whale? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> but here's another thing that I, I, I researched on and did not know this. The climax of the movie was not shot by Steven Spielberg. He was in L.A. Mm. The second unit shot that ending. I didn't know that. Did you know that this is not Jaws related, but it is uh, Big Fish related? Jonah. Jonah the Well. Jonah, Jonah and the Well. Uh, I actually like, like, like seeing a movie. Jonah wasn't... Uh, some believe that Jonah wasn't swallowed by a well... But really was because a whale is technically not a fish. Well, it's a mammal. Uh, if you want to be technical about it, well, you know, yeah. is not the same thing. Uh, uh, which is weird to think about it. Yeah, it looks like it'd be a fish, but it's yeah. not. It's a it's whale. Not. A whale's a mammal. Um, we need more but, whale movies. Yeah, I know. Uh, but they should remake Orca. Yeah, I'm glad these windows are up. Uh, <laughs> speaking of whales, there's a whale of a wasp outside. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and they're attacking the vehicle. No, <laughs> but, um, Jonah, a lot of people believe that Jonah was actually swallowed by what is called a whale shark. And what it is, it's a shark. It's a shark that is, uh, known for being, uh, like, a, a very, very large shark. So, um, I'm going to look it up for Brandon to see. I have not heard about this. Uh, I, I'm stunned. <laughs> all right, so this is a whale shark. Well, now that filmmaker doesn't seem so stupid. <laughs> yeah. See the size of this. It, it looks like a whale, and it looks and it's shaped as a shark. But as far as I know, it's a it's a shark. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but it's a shark that. As you can see, its teeth doesn't really have a lot of teeth. So. Yeah. 
And so it's believable that he could have swallowed up Jonah and regurgitated him on the beach somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. possible. But yeah, uh, the Welsh right. I just want to bring that up real quick. Uh, but yeah, back to Jaws. Jaws not only, uh, we talked about Jaws, uh, you know, creating this horror uh, genre of uh, animal attack movies, whether it's other fish-related movies or other animals like uh, bears. Um, there's a grizzly in like the 70s. Yeah. Uh, there's a piranha, which is the biggest Jaws ripoff at one point. You know. I have yet to see the, the original. original. Yeah, I've seen directed the, by I've James seen the, Cameron. I've seen the crappy remakes, but yeah, the original. I think I've seen it vaguely, like like vaguely. I've seen it once or twice, well, once when I was younger. Well, I actually enjoy the remake for its campiness, but yeah, but, but I, I don't have anything to go back to. I mean, I don't I haven't seen the original, so uh, that sequel they did was pure garbage. But uh, <laughs> but not but my point, real quick, before we get into those, Giles also uh, invented. And correct me if I'm wrong, it invented the summer blockbuster. Yes, I was going to get to that real soon. <laughs> okay. Well, go ahead, go ahead and go to but go, go through it, your... There was one thing I was going to mention, because I, I mentioned this already, but this one, uh, you were talking earlier about someone causing problems on the set. Yeah. Uh, Peter Benchley, who's the author of Jaws, caused major problems on the set, so much that he was banned from the set. He hated that Spielberg was changing the ending of his book. So what was the original ending? Uh, Quint dies by harpoon. Uh, he drowns. Uh, Hooper gets eaten by the shark. Which he did get eaten by. And I forget did, how Brody... Did he get eaten or did he survive? No, he gets eaten. He survives in the movie, but he gets eaten in the book. Okay. And Brody kills the shark, but not the way... In, in the movie, I forget how he killed him. It Do you have stupid. this in your notes? Where uh, the scene with Hooper uh, in a cage at one point they used a little Real person. Sharks. Oh, the little person. Oh, uh, uh, and put them in to kind of but get I, the I, idea, I had, idea I, of. Uh, I knew about it, but no, I didn't put it. Yeah, in my notes. A, a bigger uh, get the idea of uh, person. I think at one point I don't know how true this is. I heard that they put a little person. If you uh, listeners l- know this, please hit us up on our Market Movie Podcast uh, Facebook page or Twitter or any other avenue just to let us know if this is true or not. Uh, that um, they once leave us also a voice message. You can leave us a voice message on this channel, and if we hear it, we will maybe even put it in the episode next. You know, or answer your questions. We'd love to do that. But um, so yeah, we heard. I heard that they put like a little person in a cage in a suit and let the shark like just to get that shot of a shark in the cage getting yeah. kind of tossed around and you and you seeing this and i imagine as a little person that's terrifying yeah i hope he got paid well yeah but <laughs> it might not have been or maybe at the end they might use a mannequin or something yeah. what did they use do you know i actually think they used a little person I think that was in one of the special features, at least on the DVD version of it. Uh, but yeah, I was actually going to mention they actually used real sharks. I mean, not just for the cage, but when Bruce is swimming underwater, all those scenes, they mm-hmm. use uh, like 14 foot great whites. Uh, and I, I thought that was interesting to actually, you know, use that and film that underwater. 
you know, a lot, a lot of trust there. Filming in the ocean to begin with. I mean, I can't imagine filming in the ocean. I mean, yeah, like that. But yeah, uh, I think this is. It might be the scene, uh, behind the scenes shark cage attack scene of Jaws. I believe that this might have actually been. Which I heard that, like I said. I, I actually think you're right. I, I really do. Uh, you know, I remember watching like uh, I love, I love the, uh, behind the scenes. I love uh, making up movies. Like like when I get a DVD, when I used to get DVDs, <laughs> I haven't really got one in a long time. When I used to get DVDs, I always needed to have at least commentary on it, and and if it has some type of feature like featurette like making of. Or behind the scenes, yeah. Uh, you know, especially if it's an anniversary type of thing where they go back and like, oh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, was not really like this kind of uh, shrewd girl of Laurie Strode. She's more like PJ Souls, you know, which is true uh, yeah. in real life. Jamie Lee Curtis was more like PJ, and PJ was more like Jamie uh, Laurie, uh, but they just would play it opposite yeah. roles. So. You wouldn't know that unless you go and watch these special features in these movies. Yeah. You wouldn't know that they had mechanical issues with every shark yeah. almost on the set unless yeah. you go back and watch these yeah, documentaries. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have known that there was huge shark problems with, that, with Bruce. Uh, that's why he never shows up until basically the third act. You never really see him until the third act. But it works in his favor, though, Brandon, in the sense of... I'm not saying that you... You're, I'm not saying that, like, you don't agree with me. Oh, I but, agree. <laughs> but uh, it works in his favor because what Giles does... Well, 75, right? Yeah. Predates Halloween. What Giles does is sets the standard for not showing as much, but still creating an atmosphere for scares and horror. Just like, and you know, you you gotta know Carpenter was influenced by Spielberg. Oh yeah. Uh, I love Carpenter, but you gotta you gotta give Spielberg his props. If it wasn't for Spielberg, there would be no James Cameron. There would be no uh, uh, it's James James or John Cameron. James. James. I said it right. Yeah, James Cameron. It wouldn't be no other people if it was for Spielberg. You know. Yeah, I mean, and and also you gotta give Lucas credit because it wouldn't be like space odysseys and things like that. Yeah. If it wasn't for Lucas, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Without Spielberg, you don't get what you get in eighties uh, or or today, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta give the man respect. Uh, and you know, you said it earlier. It coined the first blockbuster. Uh, it also established summer season, you know, and because everyone's looking inside to the summer movies now. Well, you got Jaws to thank for that, because that's when it was established. And thankfully, I mean, you know, obviously it made Spielberg a household name. Uh, but what else did it do, Aaron? Marketing. Hmm. You know, marketing, the scores. You know, back then they didn't have, you know, classic scores back in the day. It, it Jaws just changed the game in every aspect it could. I, it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm like, this is my favorite movie, and it, I, it does show. Uh, by the way, I was gonna tell you, I think they they were gonna go with the little person in the cage. But I guess they had issues with it. Uh, <laughs> so I think they maybe. I, I think they even tried it and they filmed it, but then like I think in the end they ended up just using. 
maybe a dummy in the cage or something like that because it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, it's Putting a, a small a person, yeah, just in case. Yeah. Because those cages are not that safe, you know. I'm assuming the real close up though was the little person. And yeah, I, I, I assume they must have had, had to use it. Uh, but if I was Richard Dreyfus and a shark was going to attack my cage, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. I don't want to You be want attacked. me to go in a cage? I just did Shakespeare. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, also, it, B movies became A movies because of this. Because uh, mm. this is this is technically supposed to be a B movie. But it, it's kind of not. It's kind of an A movie. It's a B movie that became an A movie. Mm. You agree? I agree. Yeah. Um, TV became an ally instead of an en- enemy because of Jaws. Uh, I didn't know if I really agreed. We're back. We had a little phone scare. I thought it was uh, the Bruce coming out of water. <laughs> but yeah, uh, getting back to this. Uh, because of Jaws, uh, we have like merchandise now. Uh, you know, it helped sell movies that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, video games. Uh, T-shirts. I mean, created new ways to sell your movie. Also, I gotta tell you, I have an Amity. I got an Amity uh, Island pin in my house there. Oh, I know. I, I remember the video. Oh yeah, yeah. You tagged me, and I watched it. Yeah. And I was like, I was a little jealous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> a guy that I work with, he has a Jaws Funko Pop on his desk. Yeah. I want that. I have the Funko Pops. The big one, the big... Yeah. Uh, man. Oh, that'd be cool, kind of cool to I, have. I don't have the one you with have, the... You actually have other characters? I other have the little Jones? figures of Hooper, Quentin, Brody. That's pretty dope, man. I didn't know they made the other figures. I just knew of the job. I had a little Funko Pop of him with the, the, the tank in his mouth. And I have the big one. Uh, just with, I think, bloods on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have one with him with Quint in his mouth as well. You know what? It, I just thought about this, man. Uh, what, what part are we on? Are we on marketing still? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, with toys of marketing. Uh, Jaws uh, market. Like, I remember as a child, I had a Jaws, uh, which I didn't know his name was Bruce. I didn't know this until later on as an adult. So, Jaws, for all intents and purposes, every shark was Jaws. Yeah. So, I had a, a shark, a toy shark, a great white, and I used to play with in in the water or whatever, and it was Jaws essentially. Uh, right, and, right there with you. And I would <laughs> use it. It could have been. It might not even been uh, Jaws replica, but it was a shark. Yeah. And it could have been straight from like the dollar store or whatever. Yeah. But uh, and you know probably the little squeeze you put the water in and squeeze it out whatever. Yeah. But man, all my toys got eaten. Yeah, I, when it came to this and putting the fin right over the water. Yeah, I used to. When I was a kid, I had this shark. I didn't always play in the water. I was playing my on my bed. The bed was land. The floor was, like, yeah. was the ocean. I, I'll actually pretend like my bed was land and just beneath the bed, like so where the bed would dip off on the side of the bed where I'm at. That would be the water. Yeah, and so I'll do that. But I always would do remake gels too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. I just I like the Sean 
his son, little son character, a lot. I guess I related to his character. I wonder what toy you had that was Sean. And did you have He-Man and was He-Man Chief Brody? <laughs> I did have He-Man. He was part of it. But I think, was he Quint? I think he was. I actually do think he was Quint. <laughs> I think. Uh, it makes so much sense. Oh, uh, I was like, what? Lionel was probably Chief Brody. I, I Listen, when I was a kid, I don't care if it was. I didn't. Man, there was crossover galore. So you had G.I. Joe playing with He-Man, yeah. playing with Lion King, not Lion King, playing with uh, 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 Thundercats. You know, Transformers all Brody, was all together. Brody was Demolition Man Stallone. Oh, really? Yeah. You had one of them? I had one of him. I had a action, a last action hero, uh, uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And uh, he would always play like the grizzled veteran whose daughter was kidnapped and he had to get her back. It was a it was a running storyline I had with all my stuff. And Million Dollar Man was usually the bad guy. Well, that works. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, man. I have, yeah, I mean, see? See what Jaws inspired? See? Inspired, inspired imagination with yeah. me and Brandon. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, wide releases became standard because of Jaws. Um, it it said that... Now, I don't know how true this is. I'm just going by what it's... What I, the research I did. It said... It helped kill New Hollywood at that time. What did they consider New Hollywood? Like uh, the late sixties, that style of filmmaking. Uh, like uh, the guy who I can't. You'll know because you, you like Godfather, right? You know who directed yes, know. it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Guys like him and Spielberg said helped cr- kill New Hollywood. Oh, I see. and how they filmed. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's true. I mean, now uh, I would include Carpenter in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Halloween, Halloween was a uh, Halloween was considered a flop at first, um, um, but it just no. I don't think I don't, I wouldn't call the critics didn't like it at first, but uh, yeah. but I think that over the over the course of its release and being seen, word of mouth happened and Halloween became great I remember listening to a recording of a showing and the audience participation in it was great when Michael first raises up oh my goodness and they like oh you know and he was he was essentially Bruce stalking these babysitters stalking yeah. Jamie you know yeah. uh, and that's what I loved about that movie it, it goes everything goes back to Jaws Jaws <laughs> Jaws, you can you can argue the fact, Brandon, that Jaws systematically was the first was one of the most one of the most major films to change film. Yeah, you change the to the trajectory of uh, how things is released, how things are marketed. Like you said, how uh, you know, like at that point they're like, oh, let's go big, let's make big blockbusters every summer. You know. Yeah, uh, I would not argue with that. But I know you could argue that, you know, that it changed everything. You will have some people that will argue with you about it, but no, I, I totally agree that it changed it changed the landscape of Hollywood. Uh, and it made what ninety nine million. It had, the budget was nine million. The box office take home was four hundred seventy point seven million dollars. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's over the course of just theatrically. But that includes home box office. I think it includes uh, everything includes, now. Uh, yeah, streaming. Which, it's not streaming nowhere, currently. You can buy it on Amazon, I think. 
yeah. uh, stream it there, but it's not streaming anywhere like specifically. Which like I Hulu think, from a creative and marketing, Jaws too is I think. Yeah, uh, from marketing standpoint, that's probably smart because you know you want people to buy it, own it. I mean, for me, I I have. A DVD version still, I think, somewhere. Do you have Blu-ray version? I have a Blu-ray version of it. Did they change the quality of it from... Oh, yes. It does looks, it look ten times better? It or? does. It really does. But the last thing I had was... Uh, this was inspired by the Jersey Shore shark attacks hmm. of 1916. Uh, which they made a movie about that, too, but it wasn't very good. But, yeah, that's where Peter eventually got his idea for this film. Oh, so was it well, for uh, was there a, a number of shark attacks that happened? Uh, so it's based on true events, yeah. essentially. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was like I want to say between seven to ten shark attacks in about a week span, maybe mm. maybe two weeks. It it did what y'all it did what Bruce did. It stayed in that territory. You know, once again, that's what sharks do. Yeah, and it killed a little boy like it did with Alex Kinter in the movie. Uh, they, he was missing for several days, and then they finally found him. Uh, also, uh, I believe uh, that. Let me find her. Uh, they don't have her here. Yeah, there she is. Uh, Susan. Uh, I thought that she's still living. Okay, there's somebody I thought from Jaws that died recently. Um. But, um, I don't know. She's still living, it seems like. Uh, and they, uh, they, they, they hooked a, um, to, to get that scene where they, where she goes in the water, she's skinny dipping, and this loser dude is drunk and passes out on the beach instead of skinny dipping, which, hey, it kind of saved his life. But, <laughs> um, but to get that scene where she's in the water and she's weighing in the water, uh, wading in the water, I mean, and she's just kind of floating there, and then like you see a jerk, and she's like, you know, like like something got me, and then, you know, and then like he starts like pulling her, yeah, pulling her. What they did is they they uh, hooked her up to a rig, like some type of pulley thing, and essentially it was literally just pulling her everywhere, yeah, and uh, just you know and. Rumor has it that it hurt her. It didn't hurt her at all. Uh, uh, she said she did an interview somewhere where she says it didn't hurt her at all to do that um, scene. Uh, she was well protected. Um, not the most case for a lot of people back in the day. Uh, there's been movies where people lost eyes and fingers and yeah. lives. Uh, you know, but that's not the case for Jaws. I thought somebody might have got injured on set. Brandon, are you, if you're aware of that, I'm not sure. Uh... Not, I'm not aware of injured. I know Robert Shaw uh, came to work drunk on set and almost was fired. I can see that. Uh, it was uh, during the scene where they were on the boat and it was the Indianapolis speech. Yeah. He was drunk when he did that scene. <laughs> also, uh, Brandon True or False was uh, the uh, battle wound scene. That was also improv. Which one? Which which? Oh, uh, this one's from a shark and blah blah blah. Oh yeah, this yeah, one's from yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, that and then was. this one, you know, where yeah, that Cooper, was improv too. Wasn't it like brilliant? It was. Yeah, it, it really was. Cause I remember, you know, watching that movie, and I know when I eventually did read the book, I was so hyped to read that scene, 
in the book, and it was not there. <laughs> I mean, a lot was there in the book than in the movie. A lot is there, but the, the, the special moments you see in that movie are not there. Yes, that's the brilliance of having actual actors that uh, take the source character. And and I would say Robert was probably a very meta, meta actor. Uh, or a very, um, what's the term uh, where someone is... Uh, pretty much lives that character. Um, it starts with him. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. But method. Method. Method actor. actor. He's yeah. a method actor. Uh, um, which I totally get. And I, I remember when I was in, you know, taking my classes up in Asheville. That's what I tried to be. Method. Until it hit me too hard. Where I played like a real thug that really had depression problems and it messed with me. It's like emotionally it just... I was like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. I'll end up like Ledger or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Jack Nicholson when he played the Joker. I was like, yeah. nah. Yeah, we don't need we don't need crazy crazy Brando. <laughs> but um I wanna mention uh what this uh movie has done. So um this movie has spun uh like we talked about the blockbusters, you know, but it it created a bunch of Imitators, but never duplicators. So yeah. you have, of course, the, of course, the asylum craps of um, mega sharks or sharknadoes or things like that. Not saying because the sharknado director does follow me. Please do not unfollow me. Thank you. I like you. I like you doing that. Um, but uh, but you know, your movies I will are still say fun. Sharknado. That is a fun, campy film. Yeah, it's fun and campy. But uh, I don't. I mean, obviously, you will say Jaws inspired, but. Wouldn't you think, like, Piranha kind of inspired that? Well, Jaws inspired Piranha. Well, I I know, but wouldn't you think that would inspire that subgenre of really campy films? Yeah. Yeah, I I guess so. Uh, Just, like, Jaws inspired Piranha, but then Piranha itself inspired a genre of films that was campy to not take themselves serious. Yeah. Uh, Just, like... I would I would argue and say Evil Dead inspired a bunch of films that was campy and you know yeah and uh, and you would say that uh, Friday Thirteenth inspired well it was inspired by Halloween but then it inspired its own brand of slasher films slasher films yeah we 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 discussed that when we did slashers only have we done that yet we haven't done it yet oh that's, uh, we've talked about that though we, we've talked about doing it and uh, we have mentioned and. <clears throat> That uh, I forget what it was. We were talking about some horror film, and we mentioned Halloween and how Friday Thirteenth was inspired by Halloween, and how it inspired many slasher films. But yeah, we're doing that next week of Freddy. Yeah, you, can't wait. Because you wanted to do an episode with Freddy. Yeah, and we were supposed to do slashers only, so I said we'll just do. But Freddy, we're, we're going to be a Freddy Day. We're going to be talking about how, uh, like, we're going to pretty much. I forgot the name that I called it. I did too. <laughs> uh, it's probably in my text. Is it? It should be. Uh, but it's it's something about like essentially the best of series. I think. Where yeah, it's the like, best of. That's in, it. And it, so it's like essentially you, like so. Okay, you like we're doing Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You gonna t- tell me what of those movies is your favorite one? And then, but first, also tell me your runner up. Yeah, yeah, to your favorite one. So if you if this didn't exist, this one would be my favorite. Yeah. And then we're gonna kind of argue with this and see uh, whose is the best one. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be fun. Friendly debate, people. Friendly, Friendly debate. debate. In, in love and harmony. 
But yeah, so you have uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. This can't be open water, which is based off true stories, but I can't see it. Orca is a direct, um, is a direct ripoff of Jaws. Uh, Orca, the killer whale, I think is what. Yeah, if that would have been, let's say Jaws would have been done today, and then Orca came around, you would have had a versus movie. Yeah. After that. Okay, uh, Bruce came back in. Um, but yeah, no, Orca, which is pretty much inspired by Jaws, uh, 12 Days of Terror, another movie I've never seen that. Mako, The Jaws of Death. It has Jaws the 12 Days of Terror, I believe, is the based on the 1916 shark attacks. Oh, okay. Uh, when was this movie made? You say this was this predates Jaws? Oh, is it predated? No, I'm asking you if it does. No, it, it was after Jaws. Okay. I had to see this, uh, 12 Days of Terror. I had to see if I could find it. Maybe it's on YouTube. Shark Attack, I Megalodon. saw it on Amazon. Yeah, uh, was it on there? Like, yeah. uh, for yeah. Prime? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sharks, Treasures, I haven't seen that. Me either. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, which we've seen Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. That was the most obvious Jaws rip off I think um, Orca uh, Orca I heard that Orca is one of those B movies that's actually a really good movie I've never seen them actually whales are very dangerous <laughs> killer whales the, the the black fish of the sea man they uh, they can kill you you stay away from them they, they look cute yeah, they the will only, kill you the only reason I say it, it kind of reminds me of a rip off of Moby Dick because he's obsessed with this whale Kind of like the story goes with Moby Dick, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah, it's it, it's keeping people out of the water. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was on TNT one night okay. <laughs> when uh, I was a kid. I, I watched it. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. I mentioned the Reef, which I tried to watch it, guys. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Uh, the Last Shark, aka Great White. That's on Amazon. I I wanted to watch it. I just haven't got, had a chance. I haven't to. seen it. And that's all they got on this list. But the things I know, I mentioned before, Piranha. I would, uh, Grizzly is a non-shark movie, but it, it's supposed to be, I heard that it's, I heard that it's well received in the 70s. Maybe it doesn't hold up. Grizzly. I'm talking about the 70s version. Oh, I know. It's, I, it's, I, so watched seen it. It. I watched so it. I watched it. you say it's terrible? I, it was laughable. I laughed a lot during that movie. But. Uh, to me, in my opinion, uh, other than shallows, I really, if I'm talking just jo- sharks, shallows is the next comparative film that I would compare it to Jaws. And I think they did a good job from what I saw. And I'm surprised I didn't see it. I think I, I avoided it. I thought, oh, another shark movie. It was my thought. Oh, another shark movie. But he said he's he's like, oh, it's another shark movie. I gotta avoid that. And me, yes, another shark movie. Big uh, difference. Yeah, big difference. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm glad I gave it a watch. Uh, and so, but if you can thank me, people. You thank me. This is this guy's fault. <laughs> uh, but if I gotta say one movie that I believe that is that is there's Jaws and. Regardless of shark or whatever, you put that right up under Jaws, and it's Crow. Crow is, in my opinion, the best creature movie since Jaws. I agree. 
and just it was just that it's that good to me i've told everyone that i know at work or whatever have you seen this movie and they always like no nah, i just never want i'm like don't do that to yourself watch this movie it's actually it's at thirty one million at the mo- moment. It cost thirteen. So, if they if there was plans for a sequel, they're probably talking about it right now. Man, man, it. I hope it gets one. If yeah. it, if there is plans to do one, and there might not be plans, but the way it ended, I would say there's they have an idea. Yeah, because it can end with them the helicopter trying to get rescue them, hurricane blowing them, uh, blowing them away into somewhere else and then like it comes down and then now they got to survive another part of florida during the same hurricane during the same time i think i could it's got to be same day i think here's what i'm gonna compare it to if it does get a sequel i'm gonna compare it to john wick because that movie came out of nowhere not much marketing uh it made around 40 million Mm. they did a sequel it blew up i can see the same thing happening with crawl yeah you know word of mouth will get around when this movie hits video man it's just a hey, in I, my opinion I, I believe that it just it's for me this is just my opinion brandon it's the it's this is jaws for this generation um it's it is in the sense of the creature the characters um it's it's really a good movie to um really just like if you just want to I don't even have to say you got to turn. Usually I say, man, you just turn your brain off and enjoy the movie. This movie is one that you don't have to turn your brain off because what you see the creatures do, you believe, oh, they would do that. You know, whereas with the shallows, as a part of it, I'm like, I don't think the shark would do all that. You know, there's one little part, like towards the end, especially when it got overly, like, I'm going to kill you. You know, (laughs) I just feel like there's times where I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be that deep. Like, like, like you know, it could. I don't I mean, know. I don't know sharks like it. Depends that. on how angry it is that it's, or how hungry. Well, like, she did stab it. Yeah, I mean, uh, at one point. I, I I bought everything the shark was doing. You know that I really did. I, I thought, yeah, it's she's in its territory. It's food. Yeah. You know, so I'm not I'm not dissing that movie at all. I I, I like that movie. I I really enjoyed it. But yeah, um, I, I but think. But Crawl, man, is probably. It, I, I would say Jaws, Crawl, The Shallows would be thus far the list. And then after that, Deep Blue Sea, because. And then after that, Lake Placid. Uh, you know, like if I'm just kind of lumping those type of movies together, uh, Piranha, the remake, would be in there somewhere in the top five or ten. Well, I think we should do a list. features yeah. list eventually. Uh, I agree. I'm surprised we didn't do it this week. You know, I, 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 Shark Week, I just wanted to dedicate it to sharks. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're special to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're going to have a week, something special to you. We'll yeah, yeah, we, we will. They're going to be down. <laughs> He's like, you made me do sharks, I'm making you do this. Yeah, we're going to get <laughs> off into it. We might do uh, possessed films. Possessed? I'm yeah. a little surprised. I like, I like. But I, 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 mean, I don't I have no complaints. But, uh, or ghost hunting like I love uh, The Grudge I love also so Korean, excited for the Korean films Sam Raimi's doing it I didn't he know did Crawl was, I'm just I saying I didn't know there was a Grudge remake it's coming out in January or February I didn't know that okay I guess I am excited I didn't, well, wasn't aware that that was happening it was on movie news last week oh I didn't hear it and you so, didn't hear it it's so, alright 
Sorry, Brandon. I'm bringing the news. No one's listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's coming, coming every day, Brandon. Well, I, it's changed. It's just going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I like that idea. That way you kind of boom, boom, like chunk yeah. it out, chunk it out, chunk it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like my, my, I have genres of films that I like. Um, like if it's, I have K-horror films I enjoy, like Korean horror. Um, love like The Wailing um, Train to Busan is probably my favorite Korean horror film uh, besides that great monster movie is The Host I recommend anyone see that it's a great movie uh, just uh, Oh Boy it's not really horror but it's a good movie uh, oh so Oh Boy is that they made a remake with Josh Brolin yeah but I haven't I haven't watched I didn't it. hate that uh, Spike Lee made the remake Oh, he did that. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that's his type of film. Yeah, I know. It came out of left field. I'm like, is this Spike Lee? <laughs> yeah, but maybe produced it or directed it. Oh, he did one of them. But um, but yeah, we'll do something on that I like, Brandon. But uh, um, <laughs> I do have one question for yeah. you. Yeah. When you when you first saw Jaws, did you know what it was? I mean, did you know how popular it was? Um, I think I vaguely saw it when I was a kid. Um. And I didn't realize that that at that point, I thought that it was just it scared me to like I was like I'm not getting no 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 water, you know because yeah. I didn't. All I know is water equals shark. You know, it could have been a swimming pool and water equals shark to me. Yeah. But uh uh you know um, so and then another movie that messed me up with water real quick is Stand by Me. Uh, when he went to the water and the leeches. Yeah. Got on him. I was like, nope, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but no, I didn't know what it was. It, it took me until like, I, I was probably in my 20s or so that I rented the movie from the library here and, uh, watched the, watched the remastered, uh, move, version of it on DVD. It was on DVD, DVD and, um, I put it in and I watched it, uh, watched, uh, the water, crystal-like water glistening, at the beginning of the movie, the darkness of the scene, and the girl getting jerked under, and just like I just like watch the scene, watch the town, watch the people moving and going, and just got invested in the story, got invested in the characters, and yeah. got invested in the shark, and got invested in not seeing the shark, and then realizing uh, when the shark shows up that also not only I believe when the shark shows up that was also uh, the guy that plays uh, Chief Brody, Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider. I believe that that was also his first time seeing the shark at that point. I don't know how true that was. I always thought that that's the case. And that's why his expression was like, "Whoa." Yeah. You know. Uh, for me, first time seeing it, I you know, I honestly think the first time I saw a Jaws movie was Jaws Two. They had a double feature. And uh, Jaws 2 came on first, and Jaws, they did it backwards. Then later on, they did Jaws Revenge and Jaws 3. It it was like 4th of July weekend, because it always came on TBS, TNT, 4th of July. Someone got in trouble. They just put that stuff in at the wrong time. They just throw it in there. They'll watch it. So I was confused, because I thought 2 was the first one for the longest time. And I thought, but for me, when I first watched Jaws, uh, I... It just changed how I looked, you know, 
sharks, the ocean, like I said earlier, it, it made me want to know more about it. Mm. And it also made me want to know more about filming. Because I, I remember watching that movie and I was like, I want to do this. This is, it became my dream to be part of a film. And uh, I, I wanted to know about the writing aspect, the filmmaking aspect, the acting aspect, everything. It, it really inspired me to want to know more about that. Well, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Uh, before we close up. Um, I asked you before, and I told you to remind me, Do you can you see Jaws ever being remade? And if so, uh, do you think that they'll still do practical, or do you think it would be better just for them to go ahead and do CGI for the shark? Also, what would you change in the story? Uh, do I ever see it being remade? Um, yes. I thought, you know, with the Meg, I'm not trying to go back to the Meg, but I thought the Meg was successful. They would start having talks about Jaws. And it was. So, I think in the next five, ten years, you, you're probably going to get a remake of it. Because it's going to make money. I mean, you maybe make Jaws, it's going to make money. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I would stay with practical instead of CGI. Uh, I know they had problems with it before, but I really would. I would stay practical with it. Uh, one thing I would change if they did a, if they just did a remake. Um, I, you know, it's... I don't know what I really would change. Maybe... Okay, i tell you what I would change. Michael Brody. You know the scene where he's... The shark uh, eats that guy's legs and knocks the other boat over. And he just swims by Michael Brody. I would have him eat Michael Brody. Dang, bro. Yeah. More more motivation for Chief Brody to kill this shark. Hmm. But also grievance, you know. Grieving the loss of your son. I I think that... I would say that it wouldn't be necessary. It wouldn't be necessary. It it wouldn't be necessary in the sense of if you still have the one girl, lady's son killed and not Chief Brody's son killed, then, you know, he's already mourning the loss of a kid that he could have prevented. Okay. He loses his son in that scene instead of Alex Spencer. That's what I say. If they did this and not show this in the trailer, not show this in the trailer... But do, do swerve us and have him killed, his son killed, instead of this lady's son. And she goes on the beach looking for her son, looking for her son, screaming for her son. And all of a sudden, last moment, the son pops up, Ma, Ma. And she's like, hug him. And then, uh, and then like people look out and see this little boy that's killed. And it's Chief Brody's son, Michael. That's jarring. Yeah. That's motivation for him to kill the shark. But the problem would be these diehard fans would hate that. Oh, but that would be perfect. I know. Like, film buffs like yeah, us? Yeah. We would love it. Yeah. That would be perfect. It, I, be, that's my problem with Pet Cemetery. That was my problem with Pet Cemetery. I didn't mind them killing the daughter over the little brother. I just hated that they showed it to me in the trailer. I think that's one thing it's doing well. That's not I, it, showing yeah, too much. If they would have just not did that, and I would have probably loved that movie even more. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I hated the movie. It's just that, that's something that I mean, nagged me. 
You know, you got people out there that do not like that movie. Yeah, it's just, uh, but I, I, I personally, can't help them. I like the movie. I just hate it that they showed me that. I, I would love them if they would have just, even then, if you showed me that, but then swerved me mm-hmm. and killed the son too. That would have got me. I'm like, oh, snap. They yeah, evilized like, both kids. Both kids, yeah. And that would have swerved me. I would have been like, oh, my, oh my goodness. So this, they took it to a totally different level. And that's and that's what I think that if Jaws, if they remake Jaws, if they did that, if uh, if they, uh, I, I, I just, I, I hate, I always hated that Quint died, um, but I can see Quint yeah, still uh, dying. If, if we're gonna go to the end with who dies, I say Hooper dies, Quint lives. Because if you do a sequel, you can actually do a sequel with Quint. Instead of, you know. Yeah, because he's, he's the more. He's a shark hunter. He's, yeah. You can do something with him. All right, real quick. Uh, we didn't give our scores, though. I mean, I'm, uh, we, I'm we, sure we, it's obvious, but. <laughs> but yours is a five already. I mean. Oh, it's five plus. I mean. No, you can't go plus. <laughs> I mean, it would be wrong for me to give Jaws anything less than. Uh, anything less than. Well, I mean, give your opinion. I mean, if you don't think it's a five. No, I think it's five. I, I, there's no way Jaws. But I can't give give it a five plus because it's not possible. <laughs> that is not a ratings, Brandon. Uh, but it is a five. Five is classic, Brandon. It is. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic uh, that never gets old. At yeah. least not for me. It's a five, man. It's a five. Um, but real quick. Uh, well, I was going to ask you real quick. All right. So, just the major players. Okay. Remake of Jaws. Reboot, remake, reimagining of Jaws. Who are you casting? Okay. I'm going to give you two answers. I'm going to give you one answer if Kevin Smith is directing. Because he, he, he said he would love to remake Jaws. And I'm gonna be honest with my. I, I'm gonna be serious with it. I can tell you who I think he will he will cast. If Kevin Smith, if you tell me, uh, let me tell you who I think, and then you tell me what you think. I think if he was directing, he let would... me tell you who I think. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I think as Chief Brody, he would cast Bruce Willis. Really? Yeah. Even though they had problems on their one set. I think that they tried, they working, they mend and stuff. They did mend things. And I could see him cast Bruce Willis, she Brody, and I think it'd be perfect. Right. You didn't see that coming. I did not see because he's he's really, he's old, you know. Oh, he could pull it off. I mean, I'm not saying he could. I'm not saying I wouldn't like that. I mean, it's if just, Bruce doesn't phone it in and play the character well. He'd be I perfect. think that's he, what he could also pull off. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Quint. I can see him as Chief Brody. I could possibly see him as Quince, too, but I could definitely see him as Chief Brody. I want to hear yours. Well, that was just one, Aaron. I mean, uh, okay, honestly, Chief Brody. You said Kevin Smith Kevin, If Kevin Smith is directing it, uh, I'm going with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. As Chief Brody, yeah. Okay. Uh, as Quince, I'm going to go with Matt Damon. I hope not. See, I wouldn't want to see that movie. I I'm, not, I'm just saying, I, this would be my personal opinion, if he was directing who he would cast. Okay. And uh, as uh, Hooper, I'd say he would cast Justin Long. Who? Hooper. Justin Long. 
who Toby? Who, oh, oh, I'm saying who would you? Be, other than Smith directing, who would you see? Okay, directing? if it's not Kevin Smith, it's just some. If it's say it's Spielberg producing, uh, someone that like uh, the Russo brothers or somebody, you know, got some credibility. Somebody that say loves loves the source. Well, love than, loves Jaws. Other than Kevin Smith. <laughs> okay. Um, I, if Kevin Smith, I will. I'm not saying Kevin Smith can't direct Jaws. I think that Kevin Smith would cast Bruce Willis as Martin Martin Brody, uh, Richard Dreyfuss as uh, Mar- Matt Hooper. You think uh, he'd bring back Dreyfuss? Oh uh, no, no. Dreyfus I think Dreyfuss would have a cameo. But Dreyfus would have a cameo, or Dreyfuss might play even the the mayor. Like it'd be fun to see him play the mayor, uh, or or some type of character like that. I, um. But I, I would say uh, I would like to see as a marine biologist. Um, I don't know. I hate Seth Rogen. He annoys me. But I can see Seth Rogen, or I can see a Jonah Hill as that comedic relief type of character. Uh, not saying that I would like that, but I can yeah. see that. Um, someone that's kind of portly. Someone that just seems like they would. You know, but if it is someone like that, then they must definitely have to be eaten towards the end of the movie. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, uh, someone that you can, like, okay, you, I don't hate you, but, you know. Uh, so, and then it's Quint. Oh, well, um, I want to say it would be cool. I don't know. It would be kind of clashing. But it would be kind of cool to see Liam Neeson is in that role. Uh, or Liam Neeson plays Martin Brody. Uh, but I think it'd be kind of cool to see someone. You can't have someone that clashes with Bruce, though. If we're gonna cast Bruce in this film, we can't have someone that's gonna clash with him. So it's gotta be someone that can be grizzled, uh, believable that he would be a fisherman, a man that lived on the sea, that went through a lot of stuff. Um, now I'm just thinking of Hollywood here. If, if they were directing current Hollywood, current Hollywood, uh, it's Chief Brody. Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Oh, oh, perfect. And then in that case, Quint, Brad Pitt. I was actually thinking that too. But for Hooper, because they I, did a great job together. For Hooper, I think they would actually switch the John genders. I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, if it does get remade, oh, definitely, you know. definitely. Uh, this is a man, man heavy, uh, man heavy cast. Yeah, yeah they uh, that's what that's what the genders. I don't know. I can't really think of anyone right off that's younger, but if it wasn't younger, uh, I I would probably go with Meryl Streep if they were taking uh, if, it if serious. I, if they did younger, if they did younger, um, I would say Bryce Dallas Howard. She's a good choice. Could pull off uh, that uh, character. Uh, maybe um, let's see. Or Kate Blanchett. We think about Kate Blanchett. She's too she's old, good, but she is kind of too old. I think uh, they may go for someone like Scarlett Johansson. You know. Yeah. Or they. Big no, star. No, them they go with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh God, I hope not. But you, you're probably right. They will go with Jennifer Lawrence. But uh, but I, I I want somebody a little bit more down to earth that you will believe would right, be a we, marine We've said Elvis. what we think Kevin Smith would do, what Hollywood would do. As a fan, who do you think honestly think could play these roles honestly as a fan now that I think about it Liam Neeson could definitely play Martin Brody uh, and be believable I believe it's Martin Brody uh, Hooper yeah I would 
I would like to see them gender gender swap that role. Maybe give it to. Uh, I don't know if uh, Richard Dreyfus has a daughter to ask. It'd be kind of cool if she did. And yeah. That she can kind of fill those shoes. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, honestly, let's just say Bryce Dallas Howard, who I thought of. Um, Quint, a grizzled veteran, someone more grizzly than uh, uh, Liam Neeson. That's hard to think of. Oh, Liam Neeson could be Quint, and then you could put uh, Josh Brolin as Martin Brody. That would be a good, I would do that. And then Martin Brody's wife uh, uh, would be, I don't know, a non-existent character. We could have that she died or something like that, and he's raising the boys on a, on his own. That's even yeah. more grievous. Uh, or maybe she split. You can do where she's a deadbeat mother, and she left because she wants to stay in the town. She wants to see more of the world, so she leaves. And so, you know, and uh, she's then comes back upset when her son is killed by the shark. Yeah. And so, you know, and that cre- gives him more motivation to, you know, because she's like threatening to take her other, the other boy away. You know, if you ain't going to watch him, yeah, then I'm going to take him. So that gives him more drive to kill the shark so they can still live there, you know. Um, so that would be kind of an amazing thing. Um, mayor, the mayor, um, and that's the last one I would mention. Uh, I think that I would cast, oh man, uh, Heck, um, freaking uh, Bill Murray's brother. What's his name? Bill Murray. Bill Murray's brother. Played in. I really wasn't aware Bra- he had a brother. Bra- uh, Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray. Um, yeah, Brian Doyle Murray. That's who I cast. You're gonna see him and say, "Yep, uh, he would be perfect." I'm. Gonna, I'm. Gonna, wait a minute. I'm gonna show you, Brandon. I'm going to show you this man. Tell me whether or not you think that he'll be perfect for this role. Whenever. As the mayor. As the mayor. Whenever. All right. Here it goes. That man. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see it. He's still Uh, living. He's still kicking. He he played the mayor in Groundhog Day. (laughs) For me. uh, I love to hear yours. As Chief Brody, I'm going to go Chris Evans. I think he could pull that off. Chris Evans. Captain, uh, Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Not for, bad. Not for bad. Quint, uh, I just think this guy can play any role out there. And he's grizzled now. Denzel Washington. I know I'm changing the race here. but Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. And it's for Hooper... If I change the gender, oh man, that just—I like that. And she's uh, up and coming. She's a big actress. She's a big actress now. But if they say they do this five ten years old, ten years five ten years later, she'd be old enough to be able to do it. It's a the actress who plays Eleven in Stranger Things. I could see her. Oh, because she does have comedy chops. Uh, they can even not well. Instead of him, two sons, what if uh, Chief Brody has a daughter? Well, that would work, too. And she's her. Like, yeah. But if it was a guy, uh, this is a, I, I'm a fan of his, uh, Paul Rudd. I mean. As Hooper? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, see that. As mayor, 
uh, Vaughn, oh man, um, man, uh, okay, your choice is really good, I mean, you put, I think, you just felt like you put a lot of thought in that. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought, man, who could play an older, I wanted someone that's an older mayor, because my first thought was, uh, Carrie Elwes, you know, because yeah. he did a good job. He of did a good job in Stranger Things, you're right. Uh, and as the bumbling mayor that, that is annoying the problem, you know. Uh, so he did a good job as that. But I think that I'd rather see an older mayor that's kind of headstrong. Like, no, 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 we'll be fine. You know, I can see Brian Doyle and Mary. And I think Bill Mary would be too much. He'll, he'll pull too much energy towards him. I want Brian Doyle and Mary could be in a movie and not damage uh, your cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, good at, you know what? I don't think he would do it. I think it would be, he would view it as a too small of a role. But I, I would, I would go with Tom Hanks. Cause I, again, I think he can play anything, but I don't know. Is Spielberg's involved? Maybe he could get him cause they have a good relationship. Now, let me tell you what, that's what I think. Let me tell you what Hollywood would do. Let me tell you what Hollywood would do with this movie, Giles. All right. They probably cast Tom Cruise and something. Uh, let, let me give yeah. it to you. Let me and give it to you, Raw. Raw and Cruise, but I wouldn't want him part of this. Let me give it to you, Raw. This is what Hollywood's going to do. For oh, the part of Chief Martin Brody, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's what they'll do. I would. If he's or Quint, they would cast him as either Quint or Martin Brody. I would rather him play Quint. I would rather him play Quint. Okay, in that case, they got him as Quint. Uh, Just don't say Kevin Hart. (laughs) No, you're gonna say Kevin Hart for Hooper, aren't you? Oh, they cast him as Hooper. (laughs) They will cast him as Hooper. You know it right now. I know it. You know it. Uh, As uh, as Martin Brody, then in that case, I see them casting Ryan Reynolds. Is Hooper or... Brody. It's Hollywood I'm talking about. I know. I mean, Chris Pratt. They, they, you know, I, I want to say they cast somebody that that will work well with The Rock. Because uh, it's mm-hmm. it's essentially going to be The Rock and this person as like pretty Maybe much... Maybe Mark Wahlberg. They did Pain and Game together. They seem to do yeah. all right. I can see it. I can totally well see it. And that. I can see Paul uh, Mark Wahlberg playing a character like Brody. Yeah, I can see and that. working. Yeah. You know, uh, I can see that. Absolutely. In this case, uh, he will have a wife. His wife will probably be cast. She'll probably be Latino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eva <laughs> Mendez or uh, or another little Spanish act. Maybe Jennifer Lo- Lopez or something. This is Hollywood. I don't like I, maybe maybe, maybe they wouldn't do Jennifer Lopez because she kind of out. She's not prime now. I mean, she's still getting work though. Yeah, but and I don't have a problem with her. I so, mean. do you see? Yes or no? Kevin Hart, Hollywood doing this? They cast Kevin Hart. I believe it, it, honestly, he'd be in the running mm-hmm. for it. If you come down to three people, Kevin Hart, Chris Pratt, or Ryan Reynolds playing Hooper, I can see it. Okay, so, all right, so, you said Kevin Hart, who else? Ron Reynolds or Chris Pratt. That's Hooper, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, they'll, they'll really beast him up with comedy. That I, I would see them, no, no, this is what I see. If they do that, if they got, 
if all right, so who do we say? We say Martin Mark Wahlberg is Martin Brody, right? Yeah, I can. All right, Jack Black is gonna be Hooper. You think Jack Black will be Hooper? Be, if they don't get Kevin Hart, they get Jack Black. Jack Black would be. They need comic relief in that. He's gonna be comic relief. He is comic relief. I mean, I just Jack Black just doesn't seem like he could pull off. I know. A marine biologist. I know. Even just Kevin Hart. But I think but Chris this Pratt. Is Hollywood. Hollywood Ryan would do it. Good. I just wouldn't like that. Hollywood dude. would do it. And then they have the Rock as Quint. Uh, they have. Uh, Which I'm okay with that. I mean. Yeah. Um, but then uh, the mayor. They will probably cast. Hollywood. Who would Hollywood currently cast? Who is a it person that is in everything that Hollywood is casting? Um, as that would be believable as a mayor. Uh, I can see him casting. You want to uh, be older, right? Maybe can, if it's older. Uh, maybe De Niro. Yeah, Bobby De Niro. Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al would definitely do it. Al would do it. Um. Uh, I think that they will cast. Um, I can see them casting somewhere because it seems like they cast him in everything. The dude that played uh, the detective Mike in uh, in Child's Play, the remake. Yeah, he's getting getting a lot of work. Early, he will like. be in this movie somewhere. They cast him somewhere. I don't like that casting. No, me neither. But they will put him in there. He's in everything, man. And I, I wasn't a fan of the casting of Statham as Jonas. But if they're going to make this movie and they're going to cast it, I think that they will won't. If they cast The Rock, they want The Rock to be. Rock would be first name on the. Yeah. On the on the Mallow. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. And if he's Quint, then it's going to be a Quint heavy movie. Yeah, I, if, you if, know. If he's Brody, then. If he goes that like the way you're saying it would go. It'll be the Meg, basically. Ooh. Same style film. Ooh, would they cast Statham? Oh. Well, I mean, they cast him as Jonas. He can play Hooper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't think that they, uh, they will. I, think I don't that, I think him. that they will go comedy with Hooper. Yeah. They will. They will. Be well, somebody. I mean, he had some comedy chops in Spy. So. In the last Fast and Furious movie, he was funny in that. Yeah. Especially with the baby. Right. Yeah, that's just our thoughts uh, what Hollywood would do. Let us know what you think Hollywood would do. And if you even would think that they should make a Jaws reboot, I I think that it would be a CG shark. Um, I think maybe it'd be cool to have one practical shark somewhere. Uh, Yeah. Because I like the idea of actors seeing what they're acting with, you know? Yeah. Um. I think that that makes it fun. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts and Brandon's thoughts on this little movie called Jaws, which is clocking in at almost 50 years. Oh, yeah, it's 85, 95, 45 years, 44 years, 44 years. Oh, wow, it's getting close. Yeah, 50th anniversary, man. It's gonna be amazing. I think around then is when they would toy around with a remake. To kind of hype yeah, that can, up. I can see it. I I think it's coming. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing safe these days, man. They remade... They made a sequel to Mary Poppins. They, I mean, they, You know, I can see them look, redoing Wizard of look, Oz. Look, I mean... 
Stallone's talking about doing a Rocky prequel TV series. I mean, nothing is safe. And he owns nothing of that series, so... I did not know that until a few days ago. But, yeah, I mean, nothing is safe that's a classic. It's just it's just not. Yeah. You think they're going to make money? And, obviously, I think people would go see Jaws remade, uh, despite who's in it. I mean, you could throw Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, Kevin Hart as the lead three, and they still go see it. They will. But... Hey, that uh, concludes Shark Week. Uh, are you doing anything else, Shark Week? I thought about maybe doing a, the best and worst list of shark films, but we'll see. Yeah, you can do that. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was planning on uh, with Quentin uh, doing uh, a uh, analysis, uh, analysis of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, briefly, me and uh, Brandon, uh, will, I want to share uh, my thoughts on it. Um, I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino film, uh, fan. Uh, I like some of his movies, but I'm not a huge fan. But in my opinion, this is, in my opinion, this is the best Quentin Tarantino film I've seen in a long time. This is like, I would consider this my favorite Quentin Tarantino um, film. And I and it was Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs as well, but. I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. I have never seen that. Uh, what was the other one? You've seen Django, though. No, I haven't seen Django Unchained either. Uh, those what about two I have not Hick seen. Late? Yeah, it comes. My favorite two, it's really a toss up for me. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's also uh, The Hateful Eight. Uh, I, I really enjoyed what he did with those characters in The Hateful Eight. Uh, you know, Kurt Russell, Sam Jackson, uh, Clifton. Not Clifton. Uh, Walton Goggins. Uh, I really enjoyed that. He's long-winded, though. But yeah. honestly, I know the movie's two hours and 45 minutes, I think. I honestly felt like it was 90 minutes for me. I, w- I was so engaged yeah, to that yeah, story. Yeah, I didn't feel it was that long. I, and I love the dialogue. And it just... Man. Uh, freaking Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt yeah. are outstanding actors, man. Yeah. Like, and, and, and Brad Pitt... If they if they wanted to just do a standalone movie about his stuntman yeah. dude, they could do it, man. And he would be like a total ba ba, you know. Like yeah. I really, I really, absolutely like. He's like now one of my favorite characters in film. Yeah, I really liked his Cliff Booth. I think it was his last mm-hmm. name. I, I I love Rick Dalton. I mean, I love what Brad Pitt says. You're Rick Effin Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was like, and, and Leo says it in the one scene. I'm I'm, I'm Rick up in Dalton. Yeah. And I love the scene when he starts crying. He does it quite and a few that times. Little, that, that young actress, man, did a great job. That yeah. little girl, uh, just so mature, uh, just did an excellent job. But man, the, the movie, man, the movie was. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio man became this character Rick Dalton and uh and was believable yeah, I, as a, as a guy that was kind of a washed up actor. Yeah. I think I think they're actually both going to get nominated. I don't see how you can nominate one best actor and one best supporting cuz I feel like they're they both leads in this movie. Yeah. So I, I think Tarantino will probably get nominated for best screenplay, mm-hmm. best picture, and they'll get nominated for best actor. Uh I really did like seeing Michael Madsen and uh, Luke Perry have God a scene with so, yeah. yeah have a scene with Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean that was that was just fun. Also, Kurt Russell and uh, Brad Pitt and Leo. Yeah, 
Right. And the Bruce Lee guy, um, you know, uh, was I thought he did a good job. Yeah. He looked like Bruce, man. And uh, and if he they were, like and, and they ever was to make a Bruce Lee movie, like an actual Bruce Lee yeah. movie again, I would I would tell them they should really cast that guy because yeah, I think right. that. He looked like him, and he's believable as Bruce, especially seventies Bruce. I think that was uh, they were going for the the arrogance of Bruce Lee before he humbled himself before yeah. he got injured, uh, which I think worked. I just didn't, you know, like how it it played out. It was funny, but I didn't. You know, you're laughing at it. You know, then you start thinking about it. That's not right. <laughs> uh, but this is Bruce before. I say this is Bruce before Game of Death. Yeah. Uh, Bruce before you know like some other stuff. He went before he went back to Hong Kong. Yeah. And became Bruce Lee. He's still playing Kato in yeah. this movie. So Kato, at this point, was like, not he was like not the huge star of Green Hornet. You know, he was like just yeah. the side character, and uh, you know, but yeah. Um, Man, I absolutely liked it. And, I love uh, the I love the dialogue though yeah. between what he's saying. I accidentally fight you. I accidentally kill you. I go to jail, and I love what Brad Pitt says right if after. Anyone <laughs> accidentally kills someone in a fight, they go to jail. It's called a uh, 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 reckless homicide or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, man. Hey, and um, his dog is well trained. <laughs> Very well trained. Um, I don't want to give it away. I'm never. I'm not gonna give away spoilers. But uh, did you this. like what they did towards the end? I did. Absolutely loved the movie. I felt if they would have went a different direction, it would have been disrespectful. Yeah. So I'm glad. I, I look at and 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 big up for Tarantino for not being disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone would want to want to see that particular scene. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. So, man. I'm gonna shut up now, but uh, yeah, I absolutely liked it, man. Still out in theaters, go check it out. Also, Regal has a new thing that they came out with. It's called Regal Unlimited. Like twenty one dollars here in Bowling Green is the tier that it starts. You can actually get it and see as many movies you want, and plus you get other perks and stuff like that. We're not sponsored by Regal. I just wanted to sh- shout that out. And I think a lot of people are gonna take advantage of it. So. I hope it lasts. I hope it lasts. Movie Fast. Yeah, me too. Movie Fast got stupid towards the end. But, all right. I got it towards the end and only got to see two movies. No, I'm sorry for you. Predator, The Predator, and I forget what the other one was. It only allowed me to see, uh, I think I seen Black Panther on Movie Fast. And then. uh, Towards the end, it let you see more, though, right? I don't know. No, I thought it got really, really restrictive. It did. It did. And that's when, and that's I, when I canceled it because like that's well, when I was getting ready to cancel it and but I wanted to actually use it because <laughs> I hadn't used it I had it for a month and I I told them I was canceling and I was like and they want to know why I was like because I can't use my card <laughs> you know but uh, yeah they got really stupid I, a lot of people canceled I, I think they're done now right yeah I think they are bankrupt um, but yeah I um. Yeah. But it was stupid for them to begin with. Yeah. Charge only nine ninety nine. Mm. You're not gonna yeah, get no, any money. That no, way. you ain't gonna make any money. Uh, so that's why I hope this lasts because yeah, they're making twenty one. It starts at eighteen dollars and then it tears up to like the most is twenty five. I think. Yeah. Twenty five dollars, twenty six maybe with tax, but uh, but twenty one dollars around here, Brandon, you is what we will have if you're gonna do it. 
you got to come in at 21 because that's where Bowling Green shows up. Yeah. The two theaters here. Yeah, but that also includes all of Nashville theaters for Regal, too. Yeah. That's as far as you're probably going to go watching movies. <laughs> well, it definitely benefits me and Beth. Because Y'all go to movies every week. Twice. Twice. Sometimes twice. So if y'all both do it, it's twenty. It'd be like, uh, let's say forty dollars, forty-four, forty-two dollars, forty-two dollars. No, not providing tax. You did it, and and that's a month thing that you're paying forty dollars a you know piece, a uh, twenty dollars a piece. Yeah. Uh, and next thing you know, man, y'all come to the movies and you just go ahead and book it, and you can see as many movies. So oh well, we're still here. Why don't we check out da da da. And then if you get, I don't know if you should get it for Dawson. He, he doesn't come as often. I think that it would, wouldn't be beneficial for him to have it. Not yet. If it, if it lasts, I mean, probably when he's around 10. Yeah. If it's, if it works out. If it works out. I, I think it works. I hope it works yeah, out. It's going to be a nightmare for us that's working there, but we'll love it though. Is it, in your opinion, since you work in a theater chain, uh, is it trying to boost up sales? Or did, because you know, a lot of people think that, you know, theaters are going down you know i think it is kind of boosting up sales a little uh it's it just in my opinion uh i think also it could probably rival the streaming services you know because yeah, if you get 21 dollars you're paying for this plus you get like 10 10 percent off of your concessions as well yeah you know and my brother he does the streaming he'll just he's got Fire Stick that just watches it. But not all of them is good quality on Fire yeah, Stick. Yeah, he told me not all of them is good quality. So I'd rather, some some movies you guys see in theaters. Like, uh, I'm a, as Brandon is to Jaws, I am to Halloween. And so I will be seeing Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. How do you feel about those titles? Not not in love with those. Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> wish that, I wish that Paul Rudd was returning. Yeah, he um, said uh, he. But he's doing Ghostbusters? Yeah, he's doing he's filming Ghostbusters, so he can't do it. I don't know if I believe that or not. I, th- I think it may be a surprise. Yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, he may not do it. I, I wish think, he would. Come on, man. Even just But I think it would confuse the audience, because they're saying it retcons everything, you know, from after yeah. the first movie, yet you're bringing him to play. But, the they, but it, it didn't totally retcon everything, because you had the... Uh, we done went to Halloween. But it had the uh, we're going it, it, it had the silver shamrock mask, yeah. and it it has uh, other elements of uh, other movies like the uh, the stall scene from H two O, where Myers fire, follows a mom and a daughter into the bathroom, yeah, and uh, just to steal the keys from her purse, you know. But it was a scary moment there. Yeah. But in this one, this actually ends off with a kill or two. Yeah, I'm fine with what they did in that movie, but. Moving forward, I want original stuff. I don't want them to, you know, go back to what's. Yeah, been I done. want. I want original, and that's what you know. I will say this: people hate on Rob Zombie's version. Uh, I will give Rob Zombie credit that he did try in the sequel, the Halloween. Uh, it was a Halloween two. What it's called? Uh, he tried something, <laughs> but but he tried to just go in a different direction with it. And well, be original actually, with know, it. And I give him props for even I would, giving I would, it. Here, here, here you go. I'm not a fan of Halloween 2. Zombies Halloween 2. Yeah. Well, uh, What? Original Halloween 2. Um, I used to love that movie. I I, I just feel... I it's not feel, Carpenter's movie, so it, it, you can tell it's not Carpenter's film. I feel like there's no substance anymore. Yeah. 
that's my problem with it. I mean, the kills are great. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere is great. I just feel like the substance is missing. And your main character, you know, is laid up in a hospital bed, which is understandable. I mean, I, I'm not dissing that. I don't know. I just feel like... With, a bad, this, with a bad wig on. Yeah, it just didn't have the substance as the first one had. Mm -hmm. it, it was missing. But getting back to the Rob, uh, I will give him his credit. Uh, what he did with Halloween, the remake, um, he did change it up. He made it different. He made it his own. Yeah. And I give him respect. I don't love that movie, but it's watchable yeah. for me. I'd probably give it three mark outs if I had to review it. <laughs> the sequel, yeah. I give it a zero. Yeah, I reviewed it on our on my Netflix channel. It's now called Market Movie Podcast. Uh, but you'll see it uh, under the Swoop Squad video when we did the versus mode then. We did it on Halloween original versus Halloween Ooh, remake. That's ugly. <laughs> oh, but you know, at, but, the, at the time, I honestly said that I enjoyed uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween know, better. You know, at the time when that movie came out, I said I liked that remake better. You know, it, it is what but it is. I, I liked that it was more violent. Yeah. He was more violent as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I thought that brought a lot, a lot of layers. I mean, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's just... It's Rob's. It's it's not. I don't feel like it's Michael Myers. No, no. It, it, I think it's it's Michael pretending that he's Jason. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, that's, that's what. I'd be scared if Rob Zombie directed Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, I bet I you. I bet to, you. I don't want him. Oh, we Jason. should. Ask, I should ask you. What would you do if Rob Zombie directed Jaws? Oh God. <laughs> Can you imagine the characters he would put in that? The language. Uh, I mean, you probably. Have Bill Mosley playing uh, Quince or something? Oh, I mean, uh, uh, it, it'd be a, definitely a horror film. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, mm -mm. It'd be very violent. Oh, his whole family, everybody. Uh, William Forsythe would be like. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I like him. By the way, I really I enjoy him. I think he's an underrated actor. But yeah, we're gonna end this. Um, but yeah, hey, but kudos I, for Rob trying to do something different with that mm -hmm. franchise. I just wasn't a fan of what he attempted. Yeah, but I had fun talking Jaws with you. Yeah, it's always and fun talking Jaws. Well, all right. Uh, this is Aaron and Whitlow. <laughs> Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. Thanks for marking out with us.